I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Matt. Whoa. That was a weird one. I don't have a reverb pedal, so I got to make it up as I go. That's new. It, I'm not gonna do it again because that hurt. That hurt my head. <laughs> <laughs> not surprised. Yeah. So uh, what, uh, what are we? What are we doing? Uh, the Gamers Two Podcast. Yeah, we are. Uh, it is January eighteenth. January eighteenth. Yep. yep. Twenty nineteen. You know, you joked that I wrote it three times at the top of the doc, and that probably isn't necessary. And then you still hesitated. Well, yeah, I don't actually look at it. <laughs> well, I complain that it's there three times, but you think I read what you write? Get out of here. Yeah, exactly. Fair enough. I would like to say, what are we doing? But I already asked that kind of. It is the gaming nerd circle jerk. Kind circle of. jerk. Uh, nice. yeah, yeah, yeah. Not really. There's, you can't have a circle with two people. But... uh what uh? What have you been up to the last seven days? Spoiler seven alert: days. I'm getting a headache. Oh Jesus! It might have been the alcohol. Oh yeah, I'm the not wine. positive. Might have done it though. Wine. It's it's like a, it's a it's a low burn. It's a low burn. It's it's there. It's not pain. not painful, but it's there. That whole like nitrite thing. Yeah, I I think that's my problem. I don't know if I can. I just get heartburn. I don't have that problem. I, at all. I didn't get heartburn on this though. It could just be the Asian food, like cancel it out. Like it's just like I'm going to destroy you in other ways. Yeah, we'll we'll find out about that later. Your toilet will not thank you. <laughs> um, what have I been doing? Um, seven days. Seven days. Two uh, weekends. Two days of the weekend. You know, watching watching the anime, the couple shows. Uh, what else did we watch? We watched something. Oh yeah, we've been watching Firefly once in a while. Finishing that up again. Um. I found this really f- hilarious uh, YouTube channel that basically it's does he like does reviews and like countdown type like uh, like top tens and stuff like that of anime, um, but it's a very well the name of it is obvious is it gives it away but the the name of the YouTube channel is Mother's Basement. I don't get the premise. Uh, you know, watching anime in Mother's Basement. So, <laughs> no, it's hilarious. Oh, thank, though. Thanks for the explanation. So, yeah, that's that's uh, that's fun. I've got a couple of animes to add to the list. Uh, eventually, the the anime uh, 
train. Yeah, that that my little flare up will go away, and I'll uh, probably stop watching it for a couple months. Once but, you have to detox. Yeah, and I'm still trying to get through a freaking Odyssey, man. I feel like that game is make it's laughing at me at this point because mm. I'm like, I'm gonna get through you, and then like ten hours later again, I'm like, I've accomplished nothing. So. I, I don't want to say that one out loud, but hopefully you could read my mouth. <laughs> uh, I didn't. I couldn't, but yeah, I'm now 80, 80 hours okay. in. <laughs> oh, so 10 plus hours now. Yeah, uh, I've added yeah. 10 more hours in from last week. I only added a couple. Dude, so. you're not. You're never going to finish this game. My brother asked me about it. Then granted, like he has, he has like kids. And like a wonky ass job that he works at and stuff like that. Like he doesn't have a lot of time for games. And he's like, you know, what do you think about Odyssey? It's like 25 bucks this week. I'm like, I'll be honest with you, dude. You're never going to finish it. He was like, yeah, I still haven't finished Origins. I'm like, don't even like, yeah, it's great. If you if you are okay buying it, yeah, no, with it just, for a little bit. Just finish like, Origins though. Like, I'm like, don't even wait. Like, you w- literally will not finish it. Yeah, sounds about right. Yep. So yeah, the only other thing has been perusing a lot of Reddit. I found a subreddit that is going to be the death of me. Oh, it's not even that exciting. You won't find it exciting. It's Boots. called mm. SFFPC, which stands for Small Four Factor PCs. Yes. So that's going to just destroy my life. Wait a second. What? <sighs> <laughs> I'm almost more annoyed than I am. Anything else? What that I haven't come across it before? No, 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 no. Uh, that we know. At least I do. Maybe the listeners don't. But we know that you were going through the debate of buying an RTX twenty sixty and these other things. You know how it is. And then you yeah. went rabbit holing. You know how it is. I don't <laughs> even know why you're and annoyed now, by it. And now you've ended up rebuilding your computer. Into a small form factor. I know how it is. <laughs> I, you can't I, get a new graphics card and then be stuck with a four core p- processor. And then it's like, uh, get the processor. Can't get a new processor, a new graphics card, and be like, I'm going to uh, throttle it with the motherboard and RAM. Well, it's not even that. It's like, oh, I mean, this case, man, I, you got to put in some new clothes here. And then from there, it's just like, well, you know, might as well, you got to get the new motherboard, might as well get new RAM, you know? Like, I like the analogy that basically we let our kids get to their preteen years and then just throw them away and immediately start having sex with other people to get more kids. Yeah. It's equivalent it's, of what we're doing. Yeah. Like, ooh, this PC's X amount of years and doesn't really perform the way I wanted it to. Now it's getting an attitude. Nah, go away. I'm not dealing with you anymore. I'm going to go build me a new baby with that person. Anyway. I mean, I, I don't know. I have how, a really loose definition of how kids work in my head, <laughs> but I mean, several people are like, ah, "Maybe we should explain that to them better." Don't, <laughs> don't. I don't want to know. No, I don't. The stork don't. shows up in a cloth thing. Like, just don't tell me. I wish. I think. Uh, yeah, actually, honestly, me too. And I could, if I could, mail order the stork to show up. Like, I can choose when that happens. Yeah, all day. Yeah, you could order it. Like, yeah, that's what I want. Yeah. Yeah, let me genetically engineer my baby. China. Or Japan. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, uh, yeah, I don't know how far down the rabbit hole I'll actually travel. Um, I mean, you're pretty far already. The, well, the graphics card was getting long in the tooth. Uh, and 
basically, here's my thing though: is there's only a minimal amount of parts you can pull over. That's what. So, that's what's causing the rabbit hole issue. Is I can't really. It be the the question became: Do you spend, you know, two hundred and fifty to three hundred dollars plus and get a new processor that works on an outdated socket, like you know, the an outdated motherboard, and that's the end of the line for that? Or do I spend the same amount of money and get a new processor and motherboard, and be capable of upgrading in the future? Right. So. That's ex- yeah. money. It's all money. So it's like it's all about the money, money, money. We'll see. I got a YouTube copyright strike for singing that part. We don't monetize the video, so who gives a shit anyway? So uh, yeah, that's been that's been my life. Um, we'll see. I'm I'm hoping that when the card comes in, I put it in the system. It'll it'll satiate the the hunger. Ah, the it'll, hunger pangs. Yeah. They stick in like duct tape, man. Yeah, yeah. I still that's a that's a reference that I hope enough people get. Uh, and if you don't get it, I'm going to explain slightly. But I remember the first I could time do, I could I could probably sing that whole song. Oh, probably, yeah, me too. But the first time you said that, and I just looked at you and said the next line, <laughs> and your face—I just remember your face back to me was like nobody has ever repeated <laughs> that line back to me. They don't know the song I'm talking about. And then we went for like five more lines and we're just like, did we just become best friends? <laughs> uh, that was one of those moments. Did we just become best friends? Want to go do karate in the garage? <laughs> yep. Yeah, uh, it's one of those. There, there were uh, – it's a completely – maybe it will be brought up next week. It probably won't because I know there's some stuff on the way. Uh, but there are definitely enough stories – kind of is that we've told some of them obviously from our our retail experiences together but also just like the beginning of us being being friends where there's just like really weird interaction moments where we're both just like huh huh oh the first the actual first time we hung out not at work and I, me reminding Matt that he convinced me to spend money that night and I still have never played those games with him it's just <laughs> stuff like that oh yeah I forgot about those maybe we should yeah, go back me, to those. you me and Joe <laughs> I wish I hit those up at some point. What have you been doing? I have been doing a little bit of this, a lot more of that. Is there a lot a more of that of part FM? No. Okay. Truthfully, a lot more of that part is, uh, in terms of percentage, is something you don't expect. Interesting. Because a lot more of that would be from zero to seven hours. <laughs> Okay. So let me give you a little boom boom. Saturday. Saturday. I streamed for f- six hours. Yeah. It was a mistake. Got it was no, it. it was a good time. It was enjoyable. Yeah. But uh the game choice was a mistake for as long as we did it because I forgot how much it gives me headaches versus previous installments of that series. Mm-hmm. Uh, we played Borderlands pre sequel and just for some reason on PC, maybe because I'm whipping around too fast. Or what? It like really just screws in my head. Mm-hmm. We played that for four hours, and then we played Battle Block Theater for two hours after that. And as we're ending the Battle Block stuff, I'm like, I need to just end this here because I have just a killer headache. And then I went and laid down for like five more hours, and finally convinced myself to do something after that. Yeah, because I, I was just dead. I was popping Excedrins, ice packs on my head, and just laying and just trying to Jesus 
kill this migraine. But I succeeded, Matt, and I overcame the beast because when I was walking in the migraine path, there were footsteps next to me, but I could not see any man. Oh, Jesus. We got hey, it. <laughs> you get it? Because you said the Jesus thing. So, <laughs> well, I can only get so far into Southern Baptist, really like crazy stuff before I start laughing too hard to keep it going seriously. Uh, so, I over, you know, I kind of got to an okay state. It took me, I was, I was back to being able to function. It, yeah. I could still, every now and then it would like nip at me, but I, I was okay. And then my friend texts me and she's like, we got to have something to play. I was like, that's fair. Cause mm-hmm. we, we used to always play WoW. Evil. Yeah. Evil and I used to always play WoW. Yeah. And I have since walked away months ago. If you've been listening since the entire time, you know what happened. You know what's going to happen. I'm going to buy it again when it comes out. So. <laughs> It uh, we went to Diablo for a bit, but then I uninstalled that, and then you know we're just kind of bouncing around. We wanted something chill, something not to, not, not that we couldn't just walk away from. That wasn't like a competitive thing, just yeah. to hang out, relax, good old time. Sounds like Minecraft to me. Now, normally I would agree <laughs> with you, except that that results in somebody hosting a server. And yeah, there's complications usually, and it, it usually is just. And it dies there out are there eventually. are versions enough to click and play go, but there's usually it usually dies out, and even if you mod it, then you have to have the person with the mod. And it's just a thing. Yeah. So I'm going through. I'm racking my brain of all this game knowledge that I have, which is a lot because I have people that come to me and ask me for suggestions, like, "Hey, I'm looking for something to play, kind of this price range, and kind of these." either genres or mechanics or something like that. And I can usually come up with a few suggestions just to jog their thought process and and get them somewhere. Speaking of which, Kenny is now playing Celeste, thanks to me. So I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. I'm like, you know what? I got it. Stardew. Because I hadn't played since the multiplayer update came out. Yeah, I added in multiplayer. And it's super chill, super... We played till 5 in the morning. Now, I stand by saying that I think Stardew is better with more people. Okay. I have no frame of reference. Because it's just, it's, you're just hanging, it's exactly what we ended up with, like, in Destiny, uh, uh, that uh, strike playlist. Yeah. Where we're not really playing the game. We're using the game as just a way to communicate, because we're all just hanging out and talking. There's nothing really, like worrisome i'm like i'm it's fishing. like the new version of like let's go get a drink yeah like i'm just i i grabbed a fishing pole and i went down to the ocean i spent like days down there just fishing i let the farm that's a very mad thing to do i let them farm i was just <laughs> i was fishing it out yeah it's a mad thing to do but then again i also couldn't just go down and play golf either or drive my formula one car so i mean there were certain <laughs> things i couldn't do that were mad level but yeah just fishing it was entertaining it's a good time uh and it's it it was a good fun time yeah. Good fun time. That was the one I'm saying zero seven hours because then we played again later, and that's the one that you wouldn't expect. Uh, I played Assassin's Creed a little bit. Mm-hmm. I played. <laughs> I don't have anything more to say about that. Uh, I have not had to liberate an entire town of human life. That was my hot quote from last week. Oh yeah, yeah. I have not had to do that though. It was tempting at a certain point, uh, but I did the one of the missions to get the guy out of Athens. Where you put them on your boat, you sail to the oh, yeah. other island. Mm-hmm. And once I got to the other island, I was like, wait a second. 
this is a giant open world. What am I doing? And now I'm on this island. I'm like, I'm just going to do this entire island. And I did the island. I was like, this makes a little more sense. All right, all right. I'm going to go to a different island. It's pretty much the same situation. Go over there. And then it kind of slowly compounded on itself where I was like, oh, yeah, I don't have to be sitting in Athens. I can go do other stuff. Yeah. And then it slowly started to click. I was like, oh, all right, all right moving along. I'm, I'm powering up. I'm doing my things. I'm getting my swords. I'm getting my stabs. Uh, then I played no FM. Then I played MLB The Show, as always, because I'm a sucker. And then I've been playing another one that you would not expect. I've been playing Guacamelee. Guacamelee. The first one, not the second one. What's up, Max? Because I just wanted, I wanted a platformer, but I didn't want to pay for one. Because mm-hmm. I just, I knew I had a library of games that I'm like, yeah, I'm, you got I'm, a lot of games. I probably have one in here that I haven't played yet. And I was like, wait, Guacamelee is a great game. Why have I not played this? And now I'm playing it. I'm, I think, over halfway through already. But it's a fun time. I'm enjoying it. So I'm like, cool. And then I've been playing Let's Go Pikachu. Mm-hmm. And then I we watched the Grand Tour season episode one. Yep. I'm now into the watching section. That's how fast I transition because I forget other <laughs> games. Uh, so I we watched that. Uh, that's about all. Uh, that, yep. Words are hard. And reading, I have not picked up a new book yet because i'm still debating whether or not i'm going to drop the one i'm currently reading i've read a little bit further on it but i'm still hmm, yeah yeah <laughs> so it's a lot of uh it's a lot of stuff yeah a lot of new developments it's a lot of new developments but at the same time it's a lot of short developments i think like guacamole can be out of the cycle by next week I could be done Variety with Variety is the spice of life. That's true. And that's what I tell my women. They just don't believe me. <laughs> Coming from the person who literally has put 80 hours into one game over the past, like... And the quote from the guy that doesn't have a girlfriend. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> uh, new releases. I didn't write any down, obviously. But the one I'm going to mention is the Grand Tour video game is now out. It didn't look awful. It look great. It look good. Looks I fine. Mean, well, it looks good. It looks mid tier. Like B title. It's a solid C plus B minus probably. Maybe even a B. It might reach a B of a of a Nate stamp. But you missed cool. One. Came out today. Ace Combat Seven. Oh Christ! Yeah. Got no, I use actually. I didn't miss one. <laughs> wow. I I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. In a in one week, you let me know how many copies, if we can, of Ace Combat sold. Alright. I'll keep that in mind for next week. Specifically, is it on consoles? Yeah. Did it get a disc release? Yeah. Is it in the new release LP one or two? Yeah. Was there anything else? That even could have rivaled it in terms of releases and consoles in the last three weeks. That's the only thing that came out. Perfect. Kingdom Hearts is next week? 22nd. So whatever that is. That would be Tuesday. Fucking. Oh, my God. Thank God. Tuesday, Tuesday, we get to finally say a game came out in January. And Nate only has a three-day work week next week. So he's going to play a shit ton of Kingdom Hearts. Except he's going to shoot himself and not do that. Something got pushed till March. Probably Kingdom Hearts. No, like something. I was just 
No, something got pushed till March. I can't remember what it was. But Resident like, Evil. It's like the second or third game I've seen get pushed till March. Shit, what was it? All right, well, it doesn't matter. The, the Was that me or you? That was somebody calling your iPad. What the fuck? It can Some, do that? Somebody called it. <laughs> I mean, I guess if they called your eye account, it could ring in theory. It definitely popped up, though. I saw the ability to answer it. Well, that's why you mute things. I'll, I'll worry that if it's somebody that needs me, they will also just text me. So, anyway. Yep. Uh, so, Ace Combat, you're going to get it then? Is it you're going to get it? And get, you're going to break your Assassin's Creed cycle? Uh, no. Assassin's Creed is... is I'm, I'm not going to let it get away with the trauma it's trying to cause me. Um... Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna defeat it. I'm gonna I'm gonna defeat it. And I'm gonna move on to I don't know what else to be honest with you. I don't really have anything else in mind. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'll pick up some random ass game and do something wonky. Some random ass shit. I don't know though, because like there's still a lot left, and I you know, but we'll see. Yeah, that we will. We shall see. We shall. Time for the headlines. Number one is mine. Number one. Because Matt can't let it go, let's start off with another Westworld mobile game update. Remember that whole thing about Bethesda and Behavior Interactive slash Warner Brothers resolving their lawsuit? Well, I think we had some light shed. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm reading it like incorrectly. There's in going to be a lot of those moments in this one. I need some wonky writing on this. <laughs> well, I think we should have some light shed on how that happened. A quote, a quote from I got to stop reading like an asshole. <laughs> a quote from Westworld mobile Twitter account. Quote: The game will be removed from the App Store and Google Play on January fifteenth, twenty nineteen. AKA, it's already removed and officially closed on April sixteenth, twenty nineteen. As of today, you will no longer be able to make in-game purchases. And if you have any in-game currency, remember to use it before the game goes offline on April 16th, 2019. So that's how they take care of it. Get it the hell out of here. Which leads me to believe that... They lost. They lost that one. Hard. And didn't want to spend Stop the, making uh... money immediately, and we'll give you months to shut it down, but shut that shit down. Yeah. Bethesda must have been being nice. Didn't want any more bad press. Yeah. Listen, just, you know, shut it down. And then in the courtroom, somebody's like, canvas bags. And they're like, get get him out of here. <laughs> shut him up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> poor Bethesda. Uh, that's not a sentence you should utter. It's the same. Yeah. Poor, poor Blizzard and Activision. No. No. Speaking of Bethesda. We haven't heard from Fallout 76 in a while, so let's take a quick look. Luke, look. <laughs> you get it? Because there's like there's loot in the game, and we're going to look at what... Anyways, uh, let's take a quick look at some news about the game. If you've played past Fallout games on PC, you may be aware that there's usually a developer's room in-game that's accessible from the command console. I was going to say, I forgot that was only on a PC because it's a command console. I was going to say, yeah. Yeah, yeah, all right. Anyway, continue. 
Uh, of course, Bethesda left it in Fallout 76, so naturally players are using it to gain access to weapons, among other stuff that either isn't in the game yet or isn't meant to be in the game, uh, which brings us to how Bethesda is handling cheaters. Welcome to the creation engine, and Bethesda not thinking 30 seconds ahead of itself. Anyway, continue. They're using the ban hammer. <sighs> the ban hammer hasn't been pulled out since Halo 3. <laughs> It seems Bethesda is taking a more active approach with policing their game by actively looking for people who have been abusing the developer's room and permanently banning them. They're also handing out bans to players who have used any known exploits like item duping. Uh, Bethesda is definitely taking the big stick approach, and it'll be interesting to see how that plays out with their somewhat archaic game engine. <laughs> My favorite part is, yeah, they can take the big stick approach, but they're also not speaking softly. <laughs> they, they they're kind of like not speaking at all about it, though. It's kind of weird. Well, about that part, but I mean, like they forgot half the motto, which is usually speak softly, just don't say anything, and then carry the big weapon yeah. in case you need it. And meanwhile, they're like, we didn't do anything wrong with the bangs or anything else, so <laughs> you guys can all shut the fuck up. And they're like, okay, we're just going to cheat and dupe your game then, and like, Oh no, no, you're not. I'm gonna ban hammer you. It's like, oh, oh fucking. <laughs> when did Todd Howard duct tape his glasses back together from the jock beating he took? How classic is it that they left the developers' room in the game? Though? It's it's Bethesda. It's the same creation engine. They probably just took Fallout Four. Went, hey, redo the map, kind of. And then they're like, but we have this room, and they're like, what? Who cares? It's an online game. They can't access that. <laughs> And then somebody, one of the developers just went, Who, what? like, what do you mean they can't access that? What wizardry does he know about online games? It's so ridiculous. It's all so absurd. I, I do like the idea that there's a, a solid, like, three developers that are there, almost office space style that want to burn the entire place down. But there, there's three of them there that are just like, do they fucking understand what they mean? <laughs> he just said to give them rocket launchers. We haven't even modeled them yet. Fuck it. It's a train car that has a... It, it's a person, but the head is a train car, and they run underneath the map. That's just how we'll move the train car across. <laughs> That's another Fallout solution. I don't know if you've seen that going around. I think it's in... It, it's not, I don't think it's New Vegas. Maybe it is. The subways, the train cars, in order to get them to move and stuff, They it's a person mm-hmm. that the head is a train car. And they run underneath the map extremely fast. And so that's how it happens. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Why don't they just make a new engine? Because the creation engine is flawless. So says Steve, who is hooked up on so many drugs in the corner that if we unplug one of them, he might die. And he's the only person that can fix it. And we're paying him his same salary we paid him back in 1930, which is $20. It's probably more than <laughs> I was going to make some joke about that being more, but yeah, it's overplayed at this point. Yeah, I've already gone too far. Number three, speaking of that other company I mentioned, after the news that we're, Acti- getting, we're hitting all of them today. No, we're hitting all the all the big ones. All the evil bad boys are getting talked about. After the news, the Act- Activision and Bungie are parting ways. Many gamers were left wondering where the future lay for Destiny. Destiny franchise director, (laughs) that's a new title, Luke Smith chimed in to answer those immediate questions from a Bungie blog post. That being said, Luke Smith is also the guy that said last week who put out the tweet that I was not a huge uh, fan of. 
Mr. Guardians forming their own paths. All right, he outlined three things. The first being a thank you to Activision, so we'll skip that one. I like that. It's like, yep, there's a sincere moment. Fuck that. <laughs> Number two. Uh, he went on to mention that in the short term, oh, sorry. He went on to mention that, quote, in the short term, we're continuing to build the content we've promised for the annual pass, end quote. He goes a little bit into detail about what the team had learned from their recent update called Black Armory and how that will affect further updates. Finally, he mentioned long-term plans for Destiny. Quote, Bungie is committed to Destiny. We created the universe, and we hold its future entirely in our hands. The vast majority of the team is hard at work envisioning future experiences, enemies, and ways to play the Guardian that you've been building. That's not true. Since 2014. And we're going to keep doing that. End quote. So, a couple problems with his own quote. <laughs> let's start Let's start with, right with the part where I interrupted him. Uh. Envisioning future experiences, enemies. So which reskin of the already enemies do we get? Yeah. And ways to play the Guardian that you've been building since 2014. You made me recreate my Guardian in Destiny 2. Wait a second. It's going to be interesting. Damn independent developers. (laughs) Ha. You need to spin on your head now. Now you're the only one we can blame if it sucks. Got him. The interesting part there is he said that most of the them there still working on Destiny. So yeah, not this alleged other game. Yeah, right. Like, is that like just PR? Like, I'm just being like, no, guys, it's fine. We're still working on it, and they're secretly like split the team already, or is they like? Oh, I'm assuming they're probably like they have a small team who's like, all right, let's try out a bunch of things. Well, and figure let out me work on. let me see here. Based on what you've said and what you've pulled out for me to see, yeah. In the short term, we're continuing to build the content we've promised for the annual pass. Full stop. Okay. We're continuing with the stuff that we've already said we're going to do for Destiny 2. Makes sense. Safe face PR, kind of. Like, I paid for the annual pass. What are you guys just ditching it? Okay, moving on. The statement, uh, the statement that says Bungie is committed to Destiny, there's it before that statement, it the only other part that I didn't put in was before that statement that says in the long term. Okay, so in the long term, Bungie is committed to Destiny. Stop. Yeah. That means in the... They never mentioned Destiny 3 in any of this. Which is interesting, which I was going to bring up, is that an analyst, all right, who obviously... Yeah, put your, gla- put your glasses back on. <laughs> they're irritating the shit out of me. Well, wear them backwards. Um, that's, no, that's not backwards either. No, so um, <laughs> an analyst, who obviously these are people who have... In, insider information a little bit like yeah they, they get to cheat i get to speculate the entire time and throw shit on a wall uh one of the the it's a dirty wall he thinks that destiny 3 will be coming out in 2020 and he had some other comments about Bungie, but that wasn't important it was the thing when he was like oh destiny 3 will probably be out in 2020 i was like oh you think there's a destiny 3 coming that was my first thought i was like oh you think they're gonna do that like I I would be not completely crazy for them to say Destiny 3. Now, hear me out. They're not going to call it Destiny 3, first off. They're going to call it Destiny again. You think they'll just go straight back to Destiny? Here's, here's, here's scary problem number one. Reboot. They, what? No, no, no. Not, <laughs> not reboot. 
they might have gotten some golden golden glasses, which is not good when you no longer have Activision money. Now, granted, you have $200 million from the other deal that was publicly known about. So here's the potential, right? I don't know how much of a fan I am of this, but hear me out. They launch crossplay for all three things. Okay. It's crossplayable from PC to Xbox to uh, PlayStation. Switch is I don't think it goes there. I don't think it goes to Switch. That would be a big one for them to that'd be yeah, it'd be a lot. It'd be it'd be a lot. It'd be doable because you see Warframe there, but let's let's say not Switch for now. Or at least not right away. Especially if it's a twenty twenty thing. Not mm-hmm. right away. They might use no, this is in air quotes. They might use I mean air quotes, yeah, whatever. This is a speculation. They might use the Epic store. Because Epic has now also said, Hey, We'll just give you guys the tools to do crossplay. Mm-hmm. Interesting, interesting. And then here's the Nate Killian prediction. That's way too far. They call it Destiny. It releases in 2020. If this analyst is right, I'm not going to hold myself on the year. They call it Destiny, or some other singular word. It, it there's no number attached to it anymore. It's not like Destiny Three. Like there's no. No number, just words. And it's not the third. I'm not giving myself an out with the third instead of three. <laughs> and they re- <laughs> they release one fully updated, two fully updated, all in together. They are the same game. And then there's three. So think ESO, kind of. Yeah. I'm picking and up they, one down. They go full shooting MMO style that they've been trying to do. They redo numbers in their mathematical heads to understand where you would have to be at the end of full DLCs of one level wise, light wise, all that stuff. Then the, so say, say you go from one to 30 in all of one, even at the end, you're 30. Mm -hmm. I think you ended at 40, but we're going to say you only end at 30 now. Then they say 30 to, 50 is two or something along those lines, right? And then, or even if they did one to 40, 40 to 80, and then 80 to 100 or something, something nice number wise. Mm -hmm. And then you go through all of two, you work your way through all of two, and then you're dropped into this new, we're in three to actually give you the idea of this. You've been working on this same guardian since 2014. There's your guardian. You're through the story, and now we're going to continue that that we've been telling in an actual MMO sense with now our DLCs, in air quotes, are going to actually be expansions, not just this DLC. Like, no, we're going to have big expansions, whether it's yearly or, like, we'll still have, maybe we'll have an expansion to that, like, six months in, and then it'll just be little updates throughout the whole year, and then... Big expansion in a, in a year or two years, and then you know more than big expansion. They can do it that way. It's ludicrous to try to do it, but as we all know, you sometimes must go ludicrous speed. Did you watch Spaceballs recently? No, I just I don't know. For some <laughs> reason, it was the Michael Winslow quote earlier. Then immediately, I was into Lone Star and jamming radars and the bleeps, the sweeps, and the creeps, and all. Yeah. Okay. All right. Barf. 
Pizza the Hut. Forgot it's my turn. Uh, I think it's my turn. Yeah, actually. exactly. It's your turn. Sorry. Um, so that's just that's my two cents that I talked way too long about. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see, I guess. I mean, I kind of thought because they would drop Destiny. This is also the part where potentially Matt hates me. But this is a this is not a PR bet, so I'm probably not right. But on a PR bet, I've I've been right a couple times. I mean, I would I hope they do what you're saying. I would like that. I would like it too, but I feel like it'd be a really almost like a weird sell because you know they would say paid subscription model because they can't not do that. Even if they said like five dollars, I think they can get away with that. Like not they can't do the standard fifteen, yeah, because that's not a standard anymore in air yeah. quotes. They would have to say like five dollars a month, or you can still play free, but five dollars a month gives you like the bonus stuff. Unless they do like a battle royale thing, right? But if they just said like the five dollars a month, like each week that grants you three tickets to enter in the battle royale, which you can still earn the tickets not doing other ways, like oh, you know, all this other stuff. Like they could they could model it that way. It's it's almost kind of set up that way already. It's got some microtransactions sitting in there. Probably got the Carlton, you know. Anyway. Uh yeah, that's all four. I'm saying. Well, Bungie, we'll, you're uh you're an independent developer. I'm an independent podcaster. We'll have to I see mean, uh, independent we'll, people stick together. <laughs> Oxymoron and all right. I think we'll that'll probably be a part of our E3 predictions this year. Will be the announcements, I'm sure. Oh, our E3 predictions will be nutty because there's no PlayStation. <laughs> yeah. Um Netflix offered a little insight into their competition while talking to investors about their Q4 results. Apparently, they see Epic's Fortnite as more of a screen time competitor than HBO. Quote, we compete with and lose to Fortnite more than HBO. There are thousands of competitors in this highly fragmented market vying to entertain consumers. Our growth is based on how good our experience is compared to all the other screen time experiences from which consumers choose, end quote. Another interesting tidbit comes from a GameIndustry.biz article that suggests that developers look at what's happening on platforms like Netflix when considering launch dates. For example, a recent media research study found that there's a large crossover between Assassin's Creed players and Stranger Things viewers. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Interesting and weird. I mean, well, not... I, weird. It's interesting, like, you wouldn't think of it initially, and then it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it makes a ton of sense. Uh, I think the interesting part is, like, there's a correlation between Assassin's Creed players and Stranger Things people. Yeah. I mean, not that I would think those two groups are mutually exclusive, but enough to draw that there's an actual, like, base that you'd want to avoid that. Yeah. Interesting. It's not as simple as it used to be, perhaps. Or maybe we just have too much data now. I I don't know. I don't know why my brain is just running with references. You said data. I went Star Trek, and then you said it's not as simple as it used to be, and I immediately just went. I I know I did the Android thing, but it, there's another quote where it's just like life's not as simple as it. You know, it's just yeah. One does not simply understand media numbers <laughs> you like you're like hyper tonight i don't know i'm a hyper but like wine doesn't do i don't know maybe it's the oreo maybe i just too much oreos you ate literally two oreos <laughs> number five so apparently the pinkerton still exist 
Should Kill I him. Throw, should I throw some sauce on this? <laughs> Unless you're a history nerd, you may have heard of the Pinkerton National Detective Agency until playing Red Dead Redemption 1 or 2 from Rockstar. The portrayal of the agency isn't too kind with the uh, murder, kidnapping, firebombing, and general assholeness being a few of their traits. Well, now Take-Two Interactive, Rockstar's parent company, is being sued by none other than Pinkerton Consulting. Pinkertons. I don't know, it's just something. Pinkerton. It's Consulting just a... and Investigations. Oh, sorry, and Investigations. My bad. <laughs> Pinkerton Consulting and yeah, It sounds evil. It's it's just the name Pinkerton, and then I can hear Dutch saying it. Yeah. And Arthur Those damn Pinkertons. Always Pinkertons. <laughs> Which is the current form of the Pinkertons of yore. Pinkerton Consulting believes Rockstar's portrayal of their forebears is, quote, baseless and inaccurate, end quote. Right. And I totally... Never mind. I'm not going to go down that road either. In December, the Pinkertons sent a cease and desist letter to Take-Two with demands of either royalties or a lump sum. Take-Two asked for a judgment of fair use under the First Amendment and alluded that perhaps the Pinkertons are trying to profit from Red Dead's success. Take-Two may have a case for that argument considering the Pinkertons has shown up in a number of works of fiction like Bioshock Infinite, Deadwood, Doctor Who, and 310 to Yuma. Thanks, Forrest Whitaker. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Reference night. Did I ever watch that movie? Nope. <sighs> 
Interesting. Apparently, it was really good. I think it won an Academy Award. Anyway, um, the Pinkerton Consulting, I think, is Swedish now, if I remember correctly. Swedish. It said it, it in the article, but I think it was like uh, bought by a, a Swedish company or something like that. So the Swedish Pinkertons, but do consulting. <laughs> oh God. I can't do a Swedish oh, accent. God. I can't really do any accent, but... I know. Let's not kid ourselves. We can't do accents. The only thing I can kind of do... <laughs> <laughs> I almost went into it there. I'm not going to do it. We're losing our minds. <laughs> All right. Tell your men they work for me now. All right, guys. Nate's gone. <laughs> Joker now. <laughs> I just start all of a sudden in front of you just cutting scars oh, into God, my mouth. That'd be frightening. <laughs> that'd be honestly, that'd be a hell of a joker we've never seen. If he just stares at somebody, he's like, You want to know how I got these scars? And just cuts his mouth, and you're like, It's been fake every other time before this. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus. <sighs> he just like gone. Scarecrow poison just gone. Anyway, number six. Speaking of evil. Verizon. Wow, we have everyone's evil. Everything's evil. All the companies are evil. I might just name name this podcast six six six. The number of the beast. Or it could six. just be like video game lawsuits and like I'm gonna get us copyright trick anyway because six six six. It's the number of the beast. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You've heard that song at least, right? Yeah. yeah okay. Uh, Verizon is working on a video game streaming service, according to a scoop from The Verge, called simply Verizon Gaming. Wow, they're fucking creative. It appears to have been in the works for a while, which with the service already working and being tested with NVIDIA Shields, not Switches, NVIDIA Shields, uh, an Xbox controller, and 135 games. Uh, some screenshots have leaked with the interesting part being that it shows titles like Detroit Become Human and God of War, among other popular titles like Fortnite and Red Dead. Uh, no one has said for sure if the service will actually support PlayStation exclusives, but they could just be placeholder thumbnails. According to the leaked emails, testing wraps up towards the end of January when it's supposed to become available for Android testers through Google Play. A game streaming service would be a nice feather in Verizon's cap as they roll out 5G. 5G, that being said in air quotes, it's basically still 4G, but that's not the point. Yeah. They will lip service you with higher numbers. Yup. Because they have the best McDonald's. Never mind. Not going there either. Jesus. It's been a long week, man. Um, I'm finally allowed to unwind and lose my shit. And now, fair. I'm going to lose it. Why does... A fucking mobile company need to get in on this. Dude, Verizon's like... Because now now we're at the point where we're almost hitting the race to streaming games. Yeah. The, what's but happening the is that, exactly the, what I don't want to happen, which is there's like... already We don't even have one that's fully working and released. Right. And we already have Verizon, Google, Microsoft. PlayStation. Uh, PlayStation. I'm missing one. There's another big one in there somewhere. Ubisoft's working on one, they Work, said. Yeah, I said they're working on it, but... There's one in there, too. I can't remember what it is. But you get the idea. We already have, like, 
a ton of competing services and you know what's going to happen. You're going to need to be subscribed to every single fucking one of them because this one's going to have this group of games. This one's going to have this group of games. The, this one's only going to let you use these devices. The part that I think is, is potentially the difference is that I think Verizon is going for the actual streaming idea that Google has, that yeah. Google's going with the project. Um, is it Project Stream? Yeah, Project Stream. Yeah. So Project versus Verizon is the are the only two, in air quotes, direct develop- contenders. Mm-hmm. Because even PlayStation, well, PlayStation Now, I don't, now, I don't PlayStation even... Now, now uh, allows you to download the game and then play it, not stream it. Yeah. Uh, game Pass is a download and then play. Yeah. But these ones that are actually saying, no, you don't need to download the game, just, you know. Well, that's what so Microsoft's xCloud is, too. Right, is, which they're still working on. It's not officially what's interesting, know, running. Yeah, is I think this one and Project Stream from Google are the only two that we know of that are working. That Well, we say working. We say Verizon's still testing. Project yeah. Stream is the only one that I've seen for sure pull out Assassin's Creed and then use it. Yeah. But I haven't still gotten my damn invite. To test it. Neither have I. There was a whole slew of leaked stuff. Um, apparently, testers have complained about lag and stuff like that. Right, which is an issue, a so. giant problem with this idea. Yeah. But then again, if we just turn all the damn Bitcoin miners off and turn them all into game processing plants, we'll be fine. Nate's got some hot texting going on over there. Oh, my phone is blowing up. It's so hot. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Number seven. The Epic Games Store is continuing... <laughs> the Epic Games Store is continuing its assault on Steam by announcing via Twitter that they've updated their refund policy. You can now receive a refund for any reason as long as you've purchased the game within 14 days of the requested refund and have less than two hours of playtime with said game. So yeah, uh, this is basically matches Steam's refund policy. And at the moment, you still have to submit a support ticket, but the team is working on a, quote, self-service solution, end quote. We're all fans of self-service. And fans love each other. Oh, sorry, it's a Waffalo joke. Don't. Waffalo is a reference I don't expect you to get. Yeah, that's a that's one. That one's out there. I'll show you the clip. Uh, the <laughs> self-service though. I don't know if you're making that joke, but I'm going to make <laughs> that, that yeah, joke. Yeah, that was okay. the joke. Okay. I was <laughs> the, uh, the self-service thing is, is nice to not have to open a ticket about it, but it, I feel like it was only a matter of time before they matched Steam's policy because their policy was almost too open-ended. And now with... And Steam's was... Well, it wasn't always great. It it's, was one that was tangible. Yeah, I feel like th- this policy, which is also Steam's policy, is fair. Yeah. Gives it's you the, enough time to try the game. Yeah, it's the closest thing. Now, have I seen it kind of bite? It's people? actually better than retail, like brick-and-mortar retail. Yeah, brick-and-mortar is actually worse. Pound for pound. It is the worst pound-for-pound pound fighter in <laughs> the <laughs> in the refund department. Uh it will never hold that cha- to that championship belt because if you buy a game in retail and open it and play it, you cannot, in the majority of stores, return that game. You can only get an exchange. 
for the, the same exact game. same game. Now that's where trade in stuff like GameStop, Target Mobile, Best Buy has their program. I think Walmart might have one now that you can go in and trade in the games at a lower value, yada, yada, yada. Or, I mean, if you really can find somebody on the street, you can bum it off to for 30 bucks. You might do that. It might be more money, but stuff like that. Or you hold on to your physical media. For shizzle. But with those digital ones, uh, I think Kenny actually ended up getting his refund, but he bought it. The it bit him a little bit because he bought PES for this year, yeah. the 2019 one. Their servers were so bad at launch that you couldn't connect to them. Mm-hmm. So he would keep he would launch the game, can't get anywhere, can't get anywhere. He just keep trying and trying and trying, and he ate up the two hours. Yeah, over like the course of a week, trying to constantly get in, but it took them like a month to fix their servers. And he's trying to get a refund, and they're like, well, you went over your time, or yada, yada. He's like, the game's fucking broken. And so finally, he reached out to the people making, I think it's Konami or whoever, making PES, and was talking to them. And I think they initially stonewalled him. But I believe what it sounded like when we were talking the other night, I think he got it back. Mm-hmm. I'm not 100% positive on that, but I do think he got his money back on it finally. But at, that was one where it's like, it, I can't. Yeah. <clears throat> Because you don't you don't want to pull the trigger at like one hour of like, okay, you know, I'll maybe they'll fix it, and then you keep trying, you keep trying, and you really want to play, it and it's like, ah, well, now I ran over my two hour. You know, there's there's still some mm-hmm. slight tweaking, I think, to the policy to do, but we'll see. Folks, shizzle. All right, number eight. Number eight. So I don't know if. If people remember this, but when uh, Kojima left Konami and made his partnership with with Sony, he went shopping around for game engines to try out to to build Death Stranding, as he does. And he ended up choosing uh, Guerrilla Games, I believe it's called the Decima engine. And uh, so, yeah, they, they, because of this, they got a little sneak peek at Death Stranding. So it's actually a playable... Somewhat playable game at this point. What am I looking at here? Oh, it sold for 1.1 mil? Bear Jackson. Jesus. Ford Mustang Shelby. 2020. That's what she said. I'm, I'm not watching okay. thing, obviously. but Interesting. Cars. I like them. I take one. Uh, yep. <clears throat> almost anything sold at Bear Jackson, I would take. Yeah. I say same. almost anything just so we can get the shitty ones out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Continue. Yeah, so Guerrilla Games developers got to see two hours of gameplay of Death Stranding. Uh, so it does exist. It's not real. It's not vaporware. Um, and uh, what else was the other thing? There's some other thing. Oh, yeah. People are... The, there's more fuel on the, the fire of the 2019 release. I don't know if you saw that. Oh, no. But I'm sure I'm sure now it's... Have it's, you seen... That's just going to, I think, continue until we pass that date. Yeah, until it's, just, until it's we're, 2020. We're just going to keep burning... And then we're going to hit critical mass at some point. Then they're going to have to make a statement about whether or not it's actually happening. Mm-hmm. And then it immediately will just go. And then there'll be a slight plateau again when everybody goes, wait, is it in development hell? Oh, no, no, no. And everybody's like, and then all the pundits will be like, no, it's not in fucking development hell. It's Kojima. It's going to take a while. And then all the articles that are on gaming shows, like, oh, my God, but Kojima. And, da, 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 and, da. and then we just won't hear from it. We'll just all go sil- radio silent again. Um. Welcome to the news cycle, I guess. 
Have you seen the 10 year thing where people are posting the photos of like the 10 years apart? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. There have been some, uh, some fun ones. King Varian Rin of Stormwind fame. 2009, walking around Stormwind. 2019, he's dead. <laughs> Solid 10 year photo. So nothing tr- person. <laughs> <laughs> so Troy Baker put up one. And this is where it's the 2019, further gas on the fire, the 2019 thing. He posted a photo of a character that he played in 2009. Can't remember who it was. Not important. And then he posted... uh, It wasn't Nate. He posted a a picture of the black-faced dude from Death Stranding that he plays as. uh, From the trailer, or whatever the hell it is. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. When we were watching... I remember when we were watching, we were like... Trey Baker? Yeah. So. so, and it said 2009 versus 2019. Ah, so now he's adding the fuel. Orca Jim was like, I got a really funny idea. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. But it was like 2009 versus 2019, and then it was like dot, 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 dot. You know, like. It suspense. should have been versus 2019 question mark, dot, 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 dot. <laughs> Yeah, right? Hmm. I wonder how much of the non, like all the crap that happens like that is like Kojima being like texting people, being like, hey, dude, it's going to be fucking hilarious. Yeah. Let's do this. I feel like he's, I mean, we've already been playing the game. <laughs> yeah, right. I still can't wait to see if that quote actually pans out in the game when he's like, you've been playing it the whole time. <laughs> and you're just like, did I just watch a 40 minute, cin- or, well, I guess I have two hours have been shown. Did I just watch a 10 hour cinematic about the last like five years? What? Yeah, you didn't make your joke. I know. The two hours joke. Yes, they showed him two hours, but if it's a Kojima game, that means it was one cutscene. <sighs> it was either one cutscene or half of it was a cutscene, and the other half was an on-rails single thing where you're crawling for 45 oh minutes. Oh, my God. Yeah, welcome to the beginning of Metal Gear Solid Five. Oh my god, I forgot about that. I remember, dude that that fucked me up at the beginning. Part. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I thought I was ready. Like, I never played any of the other previous Metal Gear Solid games. Never played a Kojima game before. You know, I just hear about them. I know of them. Obviously, they're very popular. They're very well regarded. Metal Gear Solid Five, first game I played from him, and I was like, I I thought I was ready to handle a Kojima game. And then I played that fucking let's crawl around in a hospital while like some supernatural ass shit is happening around me. And I was like, what the fuck did I get myself into? How far did you get in that game? I don't know. Maybe five hours. I think that's where I am. <laughs> uh, APL. Yeah. The Lord and Savior, APL Fisher. Uh, had a moment on Radio Respawn. I don't know if you remember this specific episode where they're talking about that because they show that part in like a trailer or something. He's like, I don't give a shit. And then Stark has to like corral him in and be like, but was it badass? And he's like, yeah, it was badass. But you probably just watched 45 minutes of the first part of the mission. That's probably all it is. Oh, what's XOF? Oh, it's Fox backwards. Holy shit. It's like, <laughs> don't get me wrong. Kojima's awesome. But like all this quote unquote mind blowing shit. Shut up. <laughs> it's just going on. It's pretty good. Uh, radio respawn. Love me some radio. Gone before it's time. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I can only do so much Wolfman Jack, which is a way reference not to Sark, but to 1900s, whatever his radio persona was, the actual Wolfman Jack. Number nine. 
Assassin's Creed Odyssey has DLC problems because, oh my god, I was forced into a heterosexual relationship and I can't actually choose whatever I want. Because I do what I want. You respect my authority. So, boom, another reference. I am knocking him out of the park today. I agree with the point. All right, so... I wish you I Let me let me actually okay, not just poo-poo right. the subject. So Assassin's Creed initially with Odyssey had been touted as a game in which you can make all the choices and everything. You can play the character how you want to. And then I believe it was specifically the second chapter or the second chapter of this DLC, the second part, whatever you want to call it. I don't know. Yeah, second, chapters. Chapter, I think what they're calling it. Second chapter of the DLC. And it puts you into a choice that kind of forces you down a path and there's no there's no idea there's no like you get to choose everything the way you want you are basically pigeonholed and there was an outcry from the community is that fair enough yeah okay um they said they were going to rectify it which i find is Bizarre. I don't know. Like they said, they're going to rectify it, but I feel like that rectification is just going to be not. That they're going to rectify that specific moment, mm-hmm. but that they will rectify not allowing you to choose. Yeah, which is completely doable by just allowing you to choose the next time mm-hmm. through stuff. But being able to rectify that specific moment would be the equivalent of like trying to redo Mass Effect 3's ending. I assume. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking as well. It has a lot of parallels to that situation. I wonder, like, it's not, I don't think it's like that. I don't think the backlash is as strong as like Mass Effect 3 ending, but um, I don't know. Like, I read it and I was like, who the fuck cares? Like, I, they're trying to tell a story. Like, which, like, which is my other problem. Now we've, I hate the word, but now you're acting entitled. Yeah. See, I, I don't know. Like, I have this thing in my mind where if DLC doesn't f- doesn't need to comply with necessarily with the same like rules that the developer sets for the game itself. Like, usually, like I'm thinking DLC. Like, if they want to make hard, fast story decisions and not give you the choice, then like, all right, cool. Like, it's a DLC. Like, they're trying to tell a specific, like, very blinder like story like this is like this is what the little segment i'm trying to give you right gtfo yeah it just it runs into like i get it i get why people are upset with it but the same it i think it's mostly because they're upset with it because of them saying choose and do all this stuff and then immediately they if you had the dlc it means you were already a loyal fan for the most part, probably. And you really enjoyed having all these choices and doing all this stuff. And then you don't have that choice all of a sudden in what is a apparently crucial moment of that story. It's actually made me a little curious because I wasn't, I don't, I wasn't planning on getting the DLC for of the game. what the decision was. Yeah. I so will, I, it's kind of in an article. Yeah. I, I read a little bit of it. I'm, I kind of want the context for it. I don't know if I want to commit to. Playing it's through that particular set of DLC. The, the part that I understood is it's a decision between a relationship and continuing your bloodline. Yeah. Yeah, which it doesn't it eventually take. It just, from what I read, it eventually just takes the decision away from you. Like, you can. De- right. That's you the, can. You can. That's the part where it'd be like, you can do whatever you want, yeah. but 
it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen in the way that it needs to happen, regardless yeah. of what you do. But as far as Matt and I are concerned, we've been bagging every chick we come across. To, hey, lesbian Dude, Cassandras. I, I'll be honest with you. I've been banging all all the people. L- literally anybody that gives me the option to, I do it. But yep. I've only yep. it's only been women so far because I well, unless there's been a dude this early on that I've come across. I don't remember though. You actually that's the weird thing. You don't. You come across way more women than men. Yeah. And then like the men don't start showing up towards like until you get like thoroughly into the game. And I'm like, oh, it's all these dudes around here. Like, they got they got to go power up because I got a spear of Leonidas. Yeah, seriously. And I will Far Cry three have sucks with you. That is a reference. <laughs> that is another reference that if nobody remembers the end of that game, look that up on YouTube. Yeah. You're going to get stabbed. Anyway, number 10. 10. I don't even know. Who are we at? Is it me? Is it you? You got evens, champ. Okay. Well, that's a good way to do it. I don't I don't pay attention to the numbers. Uh, finally, we have arrived... If you're first, you're hot. If you're second, well, yeah, <laughs> obviously, but I don't pay attention to that. You were we, second. I don't remember. That's not right, knowledge right. that's useful to me. All right, all right. I just, you know, discard it. it goes into the trash bin, <laughs> and then I have to go into the recycle bin. I got to click empty. It's a whole thing. Exactly. Uh, we've arrived with the big news stories for the week. Big news story for the week. There we go. Not stories. Story. Uh, some sad news arrives from Jason Schreier over at Kotaku. I'll pour one out. According to several of his sources, EA has canceled their open world Star Wars game. The game was originally announced in 2017, along with the closure of Visceral Games. Uh, up until that point, uh, Visceral was working on uh, this, this their Star Wars game, codenamed Ragtag, under Amy Hennig. Uh, after their closure, EA Vancouver took over the project, but chose to reboot it using Visceral's assets. Uh, so that's the project that's been canceled. Uh, according to Schreier, it was codenamed Orca, like the whale, and involved playing as a scoundrel or bounty hunter who expo- who would explore open world planets while working with different factions. Um, apparently, EA's decision makers thought that the project was going to take too long to develop, uh, so they canceled it in favor-, favor of a smaller scale project that they could release faster. Uh, Schreier sources said that they have not laid off any of the developers from EA Vancouver and some at the studio hope to restart the game after the faster project has been completed and released. So <laughs> yeah, right. This is what I'm picking up right here. Battlefront didn't have nearly the legs that they had anticipated. They fucked up their timing because they canceled so many other projects and now they're canceling more projects because they're like, we need a game now. Mm-hmm. So whatever comes out, whatever this new faster project that comes out is going to be probably terrible. Respawn's Star Wars game. They said 2020. So when's Respawn's game supposed to come out? Don't know. Because they we said heard, it, We heard the title at E3. Fallen Order? Yeah. And that's it. That that's was E3 from this year, right? We heard, yeah. Because Andrea asked him in the audience. God, do you, do you think they're going to pull that out of their ass? I mean, w- they don't have another Star Wars title. They don't. Unless they try to run Battlefront 3 out there this fall, to which everyone will go, go fuck yourself. It's, it's just bizarre to me that they would cancel a game that had existing assets that had been worked on in one guise or another for multiple years. 
and they'd cancel that in favor of another project because they think he can get it out faster. Like, what could that project be that they think they could get it out faster? Like a mobile game? Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, Welcome to fucking FIFA Ultimate Team, but Star Wars. Uh, (laughs) So here's... Here, kind of the scary thing, right? If you're Vince Zampella or all the other guys over at Respawn, are you not scared of losing the license? No, no, no. That oh, your you game respawn. just gets stopped. Oh, re- yeah. Because EA just looks at you and goes, "Now nah, make Titanfall three. We can't have this anymore." If if you're the fans, you're I would not want to be with uh, Disney to go yank that license off of them somehow, uh, which people have been doing and the do past, what like, two and years. do what you did with Marvel, where you distributed Marvel around to a few studios and let them run with it. Can you imagine the God of War team with a Star Wars title? That'd be amazing. Um, I would jerk off while playing the game. <laughs> <laughs> Full stop. I would not want to be. A I've AAA. never done that. <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> I would not want to be a AAA developer under EA. I'll do it on stream. <laughs> no, I would. I wouldn't want to be a developer under EA. The only time I would want to be a developer, quote unquote, under EA, are their EA indie titles, in which you basically almost walk to them with a done game, and then go here. You guys can publish it exclusively on your stuff. Yeah. Speaking of which, I have no idea when that game's coming out either. That spooky one? Oh, yeah. The, uh, what the fuck? I emotions. It's all about emotions and yeah. fighting your fears. <sighs> I wanted to say it was a ship by the sea, but I know that's not it. It was, there was something. There, there was some that. oceany stuff in there. Yeah. There was so that was a thing. That was a podcast. We did it. I'm really getting sick of the depressing news. Here's an uplifting bit. So, <laughs> you, the way look on your face and the pause, I'm like, you don't have anything. Like, I don't. I don't have anything. Uh, well, maybe we'll get some good game news. I think, like, maybe February. When Here's some things we can out. look forward to. We have Anthem coming up. Hey, did you? you I know you don't watch the, the Division content. Nope. Did you see the story trailer? No? Nope. Okay. Should I? Um, I mean, you can. It doesn't really tell you anything. Does it have my boy? Do I have so Aaron here's the deal Keener and the first wave agents to go fight in the White House because Aaron Keener became president? We'll watch it after this. <laughs> um, I think I don't want to say that I think the trailer's misdirection, but I do think the trailer uh, is not telling you is specifically not telling you a lot because they have like a. a a specific story up their sleeve, but you are a division agent from New York City. So I don't think you heard me. I that's interesting. That part's interesting. Yeah, because it, it might it might give me a little bit of whoo little tinglies. Yeah, uh, I don't think you heard me, and I don't think anybody else did unless I go back and listen to it. But when you said misdirection, I went, "Oh, so Idris Elba's in it." <laughs> that doesn't make sense at all. <laughs> uh. Uh, I anyway. like him though. I so okay do I. Him being but that would be a complete misdirection where they're just like Terry Crews is in Crackdown and Idris Elba's in Division. Yeah. Fuck it. It really doesn't show you anything. But I'm I'm curious. I just want I just want is to see. A, it. Is it a live action one? No, it's not a live. Action. I kind of wish it was. I'm curious. I kind of want. I kind of want a Division TV show. 
but like Netflix or Amazon or somebody. I think I think the story behind the division is actually a really fucking good idea. And the, I fucking the know world it is. that I they tell you every time. <laughs> the world that they've like built kind of is really interesting, like just the aesthetic and everything. Yeah. And there's all these gangs, and then there's one bad guy who turns out he was one of you, but from the from, from before, and it's like Looper, but better. You know what? Don't. I think you were right. Oh, God, no. I think you were right about that first part when you said, when you were going like, oh, like, do I get to do this and this and this and then take over the White House? I, I said a bunch of things and then I said, and Aaron Keener's in the White House. We'll have to, wa- we'll watch it. <laughs> we'll watch it. Because something uh, weird happens at the end where it's almost like this like it, team of like, it, like this like team of, of like badasses, badasses who are obviously like a play on the division, but like their own little like thing. Aaron Keener squad drops in and it's like they say something like you know d- you know kill all division agents with extreme prejudice or something like that. That would be a Keener squad thing. Yeah. So well, we'll we'll watch it and we'll see. My boy's back. <laughs> He's back. I finally get to I finally get to hold yeah. him. My boy. My big boy. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, <laughs> uh, we've gone on way too long and Nate is gonna get I ins- said Jesus like eight hundred times this episode. Uh I don't expect anybody to actually do this, but if you want to go listen to the episode, pull out a uh notepad and just hash mark every time Matt said Jesus. It'll be really entertaining for me. I would say eighteen. Because as we all know, Matt loves ear holes. I've for the past week two weeks now. My right ear hole has not been working. It's clogged. It's soul crushing. It's so annoying. Everything's muffled. Every once in a while, I hear some popping, some liquid sloshing around. It's a remnant of the of TB that I had. So that's my life. Goddamn Guarma. We should have never gone to Tahiti, Dutch. All right, I'll talk to you guys later. But mangoes. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.